Welcome to the Thrive and Win Show, the show that inspires you to launch a purposeful life of fulfillment, freedom, and fun. If you're ready to change your destiny and to think bigger to make your dream come true, you've come to the right place. Be the change to thrive and win in life and business. Now, here's your host, the queen of change, Petra Contrada. Who you are at the deepest level of your human nature is the most important element in your life. Hello, I'm your host, Petra Contrada, and I am welcoming you to our newest episode of Thrive and Win, the show where you can get inspired to be the change and to thrive and win at all you do. I share with you what I'm hustling with, working on, and striving towards, and I'm regularly joined by guests who are successfully managing their own professional lives and business journeys and are happy to share their insights. And today I'm so delighted to introduce to you the Soul Connector, and I'm having him join us here now, the Soul Connector, Mark Portreus. Here he is. What a great combination, Mark. The Soul Connector is meeting the Queen of Change. <laughs> yes. I great to have you here, Mark. Thank you so much, Petra. It's so great to be here with you. Thank you oh, I love it. Yes. Mark. This quote that I shared with us in the beginning is right along my alley. And it was the first thing that popped into my eye when I visited your website. And I love it because one of my passions is to living my sole purpose. And my mission is to help over a million women to live their life's purpose and make an impact in the world. And you, Mark, as a soul connector, help inspired influencers and mission-driven entrepreneurs to make their social connections so that they can impact and change the world. How do you do that? First of all, tell us a little bit more about you and yet then you can go into depth how we can connect to our soul. Beautiful. And I, I love it. I love that there's so much uh, alignment and resonance between our messages. And that, yeah, we're definitely here on the same mission. Oh, yes. Uh, really excited about collaborating. And that's really a cornerstone of, of the work that I do is around collaborating. But who I am is really the, the cornerstone. That's the question. And the, the quote that you just shared is really a, a big piece of it because I really do believe that it's discovering who we are at soul level that allows us to live our divine purpose. And so uh, when people say, who are you? I, I can talk about my life experiences. I'm a, I'm a father of twins, 10-year-old mm. twins, a boy and a girl. Uh, that's a lot of work, right? <laughs> yeah, that's alone right there. Okay, so you're a father of 10-year-old twins. That tells you a lot. Uh, I, I got a late start in my uh, life. I'll be 50 next, and in just a couple of weeks. Oh, uh, you're so a baby compared to me. <laughs> <laughs> so you have this uh, timeless thing about you. I've known you for, I think, eight years and you haven't aged a day. Oh, thank uh, you so much. <laughs> yeah, so, and it's funny because it was 10 years ago when they were born that I really kind of started becoming aware of my life journey and, and mm. realizing that I had taken the job that I had so that I could write a book about the human experience. And that before I knew it, 10 years had passed. I hadn't finished the book. And I knew that now with twins, the next 10 years were going to go much faster. <laughs> and that I didn't want to teach them what I call the deferred lifestyle of putting off your passion and your purpose to do what everyone else so that society tells us you're supposed to do for security and all those other reasons. So oh that's God. a big piece of who I am. And I'm also the husband of uh, 18 years. My wife, Renee, helps me to run our soul-driven business. 
and uh, she helps our clients. She does all of the mechanical, the back end stuff. But really, the, the idea for me is to help people to, one, to recognize who they are, then to realize why they're here on the planet and how to deliver their message to the world. And the main way that I do that is by setting up what I call soulful collaborations. And that's through affiliate marketing or cross-promoting or, or getting people on different stages like yours to get their message out to the people that are there to serve. Oh, that sounds great. Before we go more in depth, I would, I, you know, my passion is my passion. <laughs> and I would like to ask you, uh, and I'm sure that our listeners are very interested in knowing that, what is your number one passion and how do you live it? And how did you become to living it? What helped you to live your passion? Well, it's very interesting because a lot of times when people talk about passion, they think about activities or um, it could be hobbies or whatever else. And uh, for me, I have had this burning desire to understand my, my purpose in life and to be in alignment with that. And uh, it really has become my, my driving force to, to really become more and more clear about who I am and the, the, the bigness of that and to help other people kind of do the same thing. So I am very fortunate that my work and my family are my two greatest passions. And over the last five years, I've been able to integrate them. I, my children came to, in fact, my daughter introduced me from stage uh, at, at our event. My, my wife organized the event. My daughter did Sweet. registration. She, she met every one of the people, the 70 soulful leaders that were at our uh, retreat. And in fact, the ones that she didn't meet at registration when we had our VIP party, she said, God, can you take me to meet the people I haven't met yet? So my biggest passions are really parenting. Uh, I've literally been thinking about children since I was 12 years old, which is unusual for a boy, but it, it fits into my whole purpose and, and, and my mission. When I was 12 years old, I started having visions of my children growing up in heaven on earth. And I thought this was some kind of uh, seeding from my Christian background. My, my father was a minister until he and my mom divorced when I was six and he got thrown out of the church. And uh, that's kind of when I started my spiritual quest. And um, it was at 12 years old that I started having these images and, and I kind of buried them until I was in my 40s when I kind of got into the transformational uh, industry and realized that there were a lot of people who saw their life purpose is reawakening heaven on earth that we're actually here already it's just awakening to it so that's and I, I experienced that sorry to him i experienced it with a lot of people and a lot of my clients and it was with me the same we are basically we are, we are going up with a belief system we are going up with what we are supposed to be uh, and then we put that what we actually came in and knew when we were a child to the background and it comes out later right same here. Exactly. So tell us a little bit, but just quickly uh, about your life before you became a soul connector. What did you do? Sure. Uh, I had a very interesting life. I, I started as an entrepreneur at 10 years old, cleaning docks for our neighbors. So I, I still have my business cards, a stack of about 20 uh, business cards that I used to hand out. And I went back and forth from jobs that uh, gave me money so that I could do the things I love. And then jobs that I loved doing that didn't pay very well. Uh, but I, I was a ski instructor. I was, um, I, I, in fact, my major in college was leisure and recreation. I moved to Florida because the quickest way to get onto a cruise ship was either to ha have my 
degree, which was going to take a few more years, or to speak uh, fluent Spanish, or to work at Disney for a year. So I literally moved here when I was 21 years old to work at Disney, uh, and then after that, worked at the resorts and, and having fun. Having fun is one of my major values. But then I started understanding. In fact, I was 21 working for Greenpeace, going door to door, selling uh, the environment, clean air, water, getting people to donate money and take action all the way back at 21, getting people to take action. And my girlfriend at the time brought me into a, a spiritual bookstore, the very first one I'd ever heard. And that's where I read the quote that we're not human beings having spiritual experiences, we're spiritual beings having human experiences. And so it was at that time. That so I that said, quote oh, goes so it. far back and you still carry it with you. Wonderful. Still a central part of my, my whole life. And, yeah. and it's funny because at that time, I, I called my father and I said, Dad, I'm going to write a book called The Human Experience, all about all these things that I've always been wondering about since I was little. And, and he said, well, don't expect to make money writing a book. That was his yeah, advice. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that now, but at the know, time I didn't get it. And I know, you know, we are going through ups and downs in life. And I lo would love to share with our listeners also maybe some of the things you have struggled with along the way before you became known as the soul connector. Do you want to share one or two things that really, you know, about the obstacles that you were facing? Because our listeners want to know how you overcame them and came to there where you are right now. Absolutely. I think it's one of the most fun parts of the story for me. When I first finally got my book published, My wife said, okay, great. You've been doing, waiting 18 years to do this. Now what are you going to do with the rest of your life? And she was the one who first suggested coaching. The first thing we did was to look and see how much coaches make. And we saw that the average coach in the United States made less than 20,000 a year. And so I said, well, that's not going to work. What else is there? And she said, that's what the average life coach makes. You've been a top sales rep for the last 10 years. Why do you think you're going to be an average life coach? I was like, oh, wow, you're, you're an inspirational coach already. So we, we looked at what some of the top coaches made, and I, I invested in the coaching program. And my very first coach said, what's your niche? Who are you going to coach to? And I said, I want to be a spiritual coach. And he literally laughed at me and said, you're not going to make any money as a spiritual coach. You have to pick health, wealth, or love. And you can sneak in spirituality like medicine in the dog food. You know, I was told the same. <laughs> Isn't that we funny? all are. This yeah. is one of the coaching yeah. things. This is the copy, the copy, the copy that we're taught. And this is yeah. what's innovative yeah. and different is that the lesson I learned from that, and it's taken five, well, it took five years and now it's eight years in. The last three years, what I've been practicing is putting soul first. It is leading with soul. And then all of the other things, the health, the wealth, and the uh, love, they all follow. But that it is spirituality first and that, that, that I knew it was nonsense because I had invested tens of thousands of dollars into spirituality. And most of my clients are people who are somehow working in the spiritual community. So the idea that we have to, even in this industry, that we have to conform to what it looks like. So when I first started coaching, I was wearing button-down blue shirts, the same thing I wore in, in the corporate world. I just carried it over and took off the tie. You know? and, and I realized that that you know, wasn't me. So the most important thing that we can offer people, going right back to how you opened up this whole conversation, is us. Yeah. Even in sales, it's us. It's always us. So being able to know more and more of who you are is the most important thing that we can do for others. Yes, and also what I, I experience, because I, I see myself also as a spiritual coach, because I'm, you know, you probably know that I have a husband who is an incredible uh, healer and a spiritual a philosopher 
and we are living a very spiritual life and we are not just now married over 25 years but people connect the word spirituality with religion which it isn't what is your take on that i have goosebumps when you say that because this is one of the the paradigms that we really need to switch that religion is is a man-made tool for us to help us understand spirituality and it's still it's god being put into a box and, right. and my god is way too big for any box so any religion creates limits to what god can be and and it also is always projected outwards. I really believe that the God is an inward journey. The spirituality, whatever you want to go by, it's an individual person's experience. And that's the way that it, it is the most powerful. Oh my God, I'm so amazed. We are so along the same line. It's wonderful. Oh. So now, what I, now I want to know, how did you become known as the soul connector? And what does it mean being a soul connector? Well, I realized that this is what I've been doing my whole life. Uh, when I was young in high school, people called me Mark Partius because I was the one who threw the big parties, uh, graduation, yeah. and all. Anytime my parents left town, police were at my house. <laughs> and it was just the way it was. Now my clients call me Mark Partner Us because what I do is I connect people together. And it was about two years ago, one of my mentors and advisors, Alan Davidson, was at uh, Margaret Lynch's uh, big three-day event. And he, he was on a walk and he calls me. He says, Mark, you're the soul connector. And we, we kind of went over this framework that it's not about just connecting to affiliates, which is a big part of my work, but that it's also being connected to who you are at soul level. So the first part of being a soul connector is helping people to understand who they are at soul level so that they can tap into their inner guidance as their primary compass for life, for every part of life. And then to connect to your soul offer, your unique soul purpose, and how you create transformation in the world and do that in your own unique, innovative way. And then third, the connection to your soul tribe. Your soul tribe has three parts. The people that you're here to serve are your customers. So first to connect to your perfect customers, and then to your dream team, the people that are here to support you, whether that's through creating strategy or implementation. And then last is to connect to your soul affiliates your uh, ambassadors, the people that are out spreading the what, good word. What are those? Soul affiliates. You are talking in terms that are so down to earth. And so I say materialistic. Oh, yeah, so one can say. And then you say soul and affiliate and uh, <laughs> marketing. So what is a soul affiliate? I appreciate that. And it's a, an important distinction because, again, just like religion and spirituality, uh, marketing and transformation, there's a, a, a lot of people have a resistance to that. Anything around sales and marketing and how do you sell spiritual transformation? And the idea is that it's about being in alignment with who you are at soul level. You're here to serve people. And abundance is natural. It is our, our birthright. It's only our own limiting beliefs that say, oh, we can't make money with the God-given gifts that we have. It's absolutely crazy. Why is my question. <laughs> Why? I think it's possible. He I just gave it to I us to give that. away and yes, to, yes, to, to yes. struggle and to, to no, we, we were here to enjoy abundance and we're here to help and we can do it in a way that serves everyone, ourselves and our clients. I agree absolutely with you. When I see like with my students and the people I work with and my husband as well, it's once you realize that what is your sole purpose, you can follow it and just change the thought form about it. 
and go into the direction and do it. And then the energy flows and follows. And I truly believe that you can make it happen. That's a wonderful. What are the best ways to amplify then visibility and influence for the people that are soul affiliates? Well, to answer that, I want to back up a little bit because you're talking about flow. And for me, how I became known as the soul connector was really about being in alignment with that. Once I realized who I was, being in alignment created this fast flow where all of a sudden uh, the law of attraction, you know, works so well in your favor because again, you're in alignment with who you're supposed to be. And so the fastest way to amplify your your visibility and your, your credibility out in the world is by first being in alignment and creating that over everything else and, and following your own intuition more than the outside guidance. And then with that, there are two tools that, that have been most helpful for me, and that's events, whether live or virtual, and affiliates, joint ventures, partnering with other people in alignment like this, being out on your show and being reaching your audience and bringing my guests, my clients onto other stages and platforms, that's been the most powerful way to really amplify the impact that we make in the world. Oh, that's so wonderful. I think you, you're doing a wonderful service in the world and to many of us. And the thing is, we need more of our kinds because the world is in a state where it is and the more help we can give, the better it is. That's so, that's so lovely. I, I want to come to something else what I saw on your website. And this is the Core Value Index. I thought it was very interesting. I took it. So maybe you can elaborate for our listeners a little bit on what that is. Absolutely. So the Core Values Index was designed by one of my clients, Lynn Taylor, who actually created the first voice recognition software for Siri. So he's got an intellectual mind, but he's very deeply spiritual. And he actually designed this tool to help get the right executives into the right positions in over 200 multi-million dollar corporate turnarounds. So it was used as a, a human resource tool. And what he found was that in the design of it, it's different than DISC or Myers-Briggs or Strength Finder tests. All of these uh, measure adapted behavior, the way that you think you're supposed to behave, which is what we were talking about before, you know, doing everything the way everybody else wants you to. This cuts through your adapted behavior to your innate, unchanging core values that Abraham Maslow talks about in in self-actualization. So this allows you to see for the first time who you really are without all of that outside programming. And every single person picks different answers. The the chance of two people having the same answer is one in 10 octillion. So it's very unique to each person. Over a million people have taken this test already. But what I find fascinating about it and what's most useful is that it's used as an indicator to one, identify anytime you're feeling fear or anxiety, that's showing you that you're not in the core energy that is the highest benefit to you or the situation. So it shows you how to switch energies and which energy to move into to be of the greatest and highest contribution to you and to everyone else around you. That sounds very exciting. Whom do you recommend to take this test? Is this for everybody or only for leaders or only for businesses? Well, so it, it can be used in many different ways. People can use it if you are a coach or a leader. If you're a team developer and you want to use it for your team, you can do that. If you're a relationship coach, it's great for that. For me, for JVs, I have all of my clients go through it. I think anyone, my kids have been through it. So they're 10 years old. It's really developed for 12 years and older because, again, it's word choices, but anybody that is ages. So anyone who really is wanting to 
uh, learn more about who they are, why they're here, and to be able to have a better life. Believe it or not, not everybody does. Some people are really okay with status quo and suffering, and uh, they just think this is the lot that they were given, and there's nothing really that you can do about it. But if you really want to develop who you are, if you're into self-actualization and, and just peak performance, this tool is for you. Oh, that sounds really, really, really cool. So some tools you do and you have to take it like multiple times, like you, you do it now and maybe uh, another one in a couple of years or in, in, in six months. Like for example, when we do the passion test, we say you do the passion test now and you should do it every six months. You can do it on your own then later on. So how is it with this tool? This tool is very unique and it's 97% consistent year over year, depending, no matter what you are doing, whatever's going on in your life. So uh, the, the scores won't change dramatically. You will find some of them change in a way where it just shows that you're actually living into your strengths more. The way that the, uh, this test is designed, you actually get a, a full readout that can show you not only where your peak energies are, but how much you're actually living into those. So the answers remain the same, consistently and it's more about just being able to refine your ability to shift into the energies oh that's so interesting i hope that uh, some of our listeners will take advantage and and use this system and find more out about them it's, it's a free it takes 10 minutes real quick and easy and you'll get a full report for free that does really break it down and then if you want you can i think there's a 50 dollar program that, that gives you even more in depth and all of it comes with training and everything else but uh, so where movie. can our listeners find that free tool? So you can go to markporteus.com. And actually, you can just go right there. We, I have a, a special gift page, but might as well just go to markporteus.com and that way you can respond to me as well. Okay, so on markporteus.com, they can take the test and get the evaluation. And if they want to have more, it costs them $50. Yeah, there's an upgrade that they'll see once yeah, they... Okay, wonderful. But I think it's, I mean, it's something like this. When I look back in, in my development, I always had these milestones. And sometimes, you know, something like as simple as a test that you take online can be change, the shift. And, I, you know, I, I love change. That's why they always also call me the queen of change. But... I encourage all of you listeners here out there, go to his website, check it out and take the test. And the core value index test is called. And this is an assessment that bypasses personality and behavior revealing your unchanging motivation drivers, right? Is that right what I'm saying? Because I'm yeah. reading this here because I'm, I was so fascinated. I had to write it down that I don't forget. So, and sense for how you are wired to contribute to the world around you, correct? Yes. You're taking the, the words right out of uh, Lynn Taylor's mouth. <laughs> Wonderful. I would love you to, maybe one thing, what you would like to share with our listeners as a takeaway, as a, uh, like something what moved you in life and helped you move forward, maybe one tip you can give us that... Uh, just to finish it off with a nice ending and give something for them on their way beside the wonderful uh, core value index. I think there's nothing more important that anyone can learn or teach than to trust your inner guidance. So first, owning your value by knowing that you are a divine being, 
everyone around you, no matter how different they may feel than you and act than you, they're all divine beings. And so to be able to accept them and accept yourself exactly as you are, but most importantly, to listen to that inner voice. And you can distinguish between the one that is light and uplifting, even if it's uh, around the chaos and craziness that's going on, you know when it's your inner voice that's speaking versus the fear in your head. And being able to follow that inner guidance is the most powerful shift that you can make in your life. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that insight with us today. And thank you for being here today with us and sharing this and, and helping us to move forward. Because I think the most important thing that we as, I call maybe light workers, soul connectors, change agents, it's our duty to bring the message out and inspire people to then thrive and win and make their next chapter their best. So we are coming to the end of our show. Thank you again, Mark. Thank you so much. See you soon. And to our listeners, thank you for being here today and listening. Details on today's episode and Mark's gifts you will find in the show notes. Again, the free gift will be on www.markporteos.com. And I quickly spell it out for you. It's Mark with a K and then P. O-R-T-E-O-U-S dot com. And there you find also the free gift, the core value index assessment. You can also visit my website, petracontrata.com or www.thriveandwinshow, where you find my special gift surprise for you. By the way, the gift that we are giving you changes every month so you can take advantage of new tools to get ahead and thrive and win in life and business. This is your host, Petra Contrada. Thank you for listening. And I'm so delighted to share with you deep insights and inspire you with my guests to make the next chapter your best chapter. See you again on the next show. You've been listening to the Thrive and Win Show with your host, Petra Contrada. Tune in every week for your dose of inspiration and transformation. Conversations with great people from around the globe and experts who really know what they're doing. If you've enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe. And while you're at it, rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and tell all your friends. For more information about guests and to download your free surprise gift from us, go to thriveandwinshow.com. Thanks for listening and thrive and win until next time here on the show. Thank you.